You only like pay attention to the shit that you posted. I noticed. Like, <laughs> like if I post something, you don't like it or nothing. Like, <laughs> it'll have no no likes for like a, a couple minutes, and I know you've seen it. You know, <laughs> man, fuck you. All right, let's start the show, dude. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're an asshole. All right, count me in, buddy. All right, three, two, two and a half, one. You know what? You know what? Let's change it up. Give me a five, six, seven, eight. Five, six, seven, eight. See, that that sounds better, man. That's snappy, dude. Yeah. Yo, welcome, welcome everybody. This is Veterans with Benefits. I'm your host, former Staff Sergeant Roland Spurbeck, and as with and with me as always is former Staff Sergeant. Kyle McBride. What's up, buddy? What's going on, buddy? Yo, man, episode eight. Getting closer and closer. Yeah. Closer and closer to that Joe Rogan money. <laughs> yeah. Hey, motherfucker star had to start somewhere, dude. I know he had a I know he had an episode eight sooner one of these times. Oh yeah. But he didn't just start at thirteen hundred and fifty two. No. <laughs> nah, man. He started Yo. Yo, so before we get into today's topic, um, just, you know, doing this show, it brings, like, it brings up memories that I, I the totally brain dumped, and I forgot. Yeah. So I got to tell this quick story before we get today's topic. So this has to do with when I left for boot camp. So I'm at the Philly airport, and I'm sitting there in the terminal, and look, anyone that knows me personally or just knows me through this show, you've seen, you know, see me on Facebook, knows that one of my passions is fucking pro wrestling, dude. I fucking love it. I I think it's like baseball, dude. Like, it's it's one of America's greatest fucking inventions. Mm-hmm. Um, So I'm sitting through this fucking, I'm sitting at the terminal, dude, and guess who fucking walks to the terminal that's about to board the plane with your boy? The heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels. Yo, I almost shit my fucking pants when he fucking walked up, dude. I was so fucking nervous. I I waited till we got on the plane to say something to him. I just walked up to him. I'm like, hey, I was like, Mr. Heartbreak Kid, you know, I'm a huge fan. I love you. I'm about to go. Well, he's from San Antonio, and that's where our boot camp is from. That's where our boot camp is. So I knew he was going there. You know, he tells me he's going. He tell me he's uh he just had a he just had a deal um something in Philly and he's going back home, and I was like, yo man, I'm going to boot camp. I was like, I just wanted to say hi, and he's like, oh yeah yeah, I'm proud of you, man. Good good luck. You know, I was like, I was like, look, I gotta ask you a favor, man. I know we're on a plane. Could you just hit me some with some sweet chin music? And he fucking laughed, dude. And that's all I needed. I was like, I made that motherfucker laugh, and it was great. And I know no one's gonna believe that story, but that shit happened. All the stories I tell, I know they sound like a lot of bullshit, but they all happen. Maybe I embellish some shit, but I assure you, I met that motherfucker. Mm, I remember one time you told me about uh, you were you were in the Mile High Club. Did you did you fuck Shawn Michaels on that plane? Hey man, if he would ask, I probably would have, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You ever see that motherfucker in the nineties? He was pretty. He was pretty like a woman. Good looking motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, good looking motherfucker, man. 
I think I think most vets have a uh, a celebrity crush that's a guy. Like mine's Adam Driver. You know what I'm saying? Like, and uh, if I ever met Adam Driver in person, I yeah, I'd fuck him. And guess what? I wouldn't even feel gay after that. Nah, <laughs> and, and I would, think it would, would not be gay. Yeah, and people would be like, would you tell anybody? You're not gonna not fuck Adam Driver. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're gonna fuck him, and then you're gonna tell people about it. Be like, guess who I fuck? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like after this conversation, Adam Driver's not gonna want to be on the podcast. <laughs> Maybe he'll want to be on it more. You know what? He was a Marine, dude. If anything, we fucking say, and he he actually hears it. Yeah, Adam Driver, you know you said some more fucked up shit. Oh yeah. When you're in the military, all you do is sit around like in your free time, like in the break room or some shit. Like you look over at your buddy and like, all right, for a million dollars, <laughs> would you? And then you come up with like the weirdest, most fucked up shit. Some of it's some of it's gay. Some of it's just like, would you fuck Whoopi Goldberg for a uh, hundred thousand dollars? <laughs> like. There's not a lot of people I wouldn't fuck for a hundred thousand dollars, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, so uh, on today's episode, we're gonna go through um, leadership, toxic leadership in general, and some cool leadership. <laughs> but most of the time, you know, at least in our uh, experience, we experienced a lot of uh, shitty leadership. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So. Um, like when we say toxic leadership, man, we we're talking about like, and I know I've mentioned this before on the podcast, like, you know, all you got to do is pass the physical to get into the military. So it doesn't matter who you are. Fucking Ted Buddy could have gotten to the military, dude. Is you know, as long as he fucking weaseled his way through maps. So when these, when you know, when people get in the military and they're fucking pieces of shit or they're just jerk offs, you know, they rise they fucking rise to the top and they don't change. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's part of what we wanted to talk to you today because I mean, I know when you guys, you know, see stuff on, um, with veterans or in movies and stuff, you know, about the, you know, leadership, all you see is like the enduring, the fucking, um, the honorable guys. You don't see the motherfuckers that we see every day. Yeah. No. You know, for every, for every, you know, um, I want to say like good leadership, you're going to get double that in the bad leadership. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, yo, I'm not like, dude, I had we had a shop chief one time when we we're in Korea and we'll just call him um, Bible Strand. Uh, this dude, I'm not kidding. He would sit in his shop. He, he had a boombox in his shop and he would play Bible songs, like the Psalms, like loud enough for everybody to hear. Like, yo, I'm all, yo, you know, I'm all down with the Bible and shit, but I don't want to hear that shit while I'm packing shoots. Like, and all, yo, one of the worst things he would do, and this was just like, you know, I'm not saying like he was like a bad guy, but trying to lead it, you know, a shop of troops and you're telling them they can't curse or joke around because it's against the Lord. <laughs> That's just fucking bad leadership, bro. You shouldn't even be in the military, man. If you can't say the word fuck, you got yeah. <laughs> you to gotta go. You got to go. Yeah, you got to go. Yeah. We used to joke about how that dude used to sit in his room at night 
and you know whip himself in the back like that dude from the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> the the cattails or the cat and nine tails or whatever they're called. Yo, he was fucking crazy, dude. Like I'm serious. He oh he threatened to give me paperwork one time because I said you know. I was saying, like, he walked out of the room, and I just said, shit, fuck, ass, pussy. And he was like, I heard that. <laughs> what an asshole. Yeah. What's, uh, what's, what's your experience? Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, bro, 12 years of uh, shit leadership? You want one experience? Or you... <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. You got, you got a couple hours? Because <laughs> let me tell you something. Tell our tell our peeps a story. Oh man, we have this saying in the military. It's called a uh, "fuck up, move up." Yep, and uh, basically, anytime somebody like get fired from their fucking position because they fucked up real bad, they'd end up at the flight office, and then it was a matter of time before they ended up in a leadership role at the flight office, just because they were already up there. So you'd go from fucking up to leading everybody, you know, like, what the fuck, man, I remember one time I got fucking paperwork from this dickhead who never showed up to work on time. He was always 30 to 45 minutes late to work and he came to work one day and he wasn't there for more than 10 minutes and he called me into the back and I had been there all morning. He calls me into the back. And then he hands me a piece of paperwork for being one minute late to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. One minute late, yeah. I wasn't even late to work that day. (laughs) He was like, yeah, you're one minute late today. Certain uh, such and such told me. And I was like, you just fucking got here. (laughs) And he was like, mind your business, worry about you. (laughs) He gave me paperwork. Man, that's fucking bullshit. See what what people get confused with is you know you want to you want to be a leader that people want to follow. Yeah. You don't you don't want to be a, pe- a leader that makes people need to follow. Yeah. That's the pro- that's the problem. Yo, like, you know, um I'm not going to name any real names, so we're just going to call this guy Nutsap. Um I like I like so, for this So okay. So I uh, put paperwork in one time to give my troop an incentive flight. And, you know, for you civvies that don't know what an incentive flight is, it's, you know, if you're at a base with like jet, you know, jet planes or just any kind of plane, you get an incentive flight, which means you get to go up there and fly with them. You know, it's like a, it's like a little treat if you, you know, you're doing good in your shop and, you know, you know, you're you're just all around good troop and you want to give them something special. Like you just, you know, you want to give them a little treat. So you yeah. get you, you sign them up for an incentive flight. So I signed my troop up for an incentive flight. I'd never been on one, but it's better, you know, to give than receive. Right. So uh, I put my paperwork in, fucking nutsap. He uh, he declines it for no reason. He just said, no, we need, you know, we need her at work. I, we can't uh, waste any time. The incentive flight takes a couple hours. You know, you're in, you're up in the air, you come down, you're done. Yeah. Which I, And I thought was bullshit. Let me find out the next week. This bitch put a set in the put it in an incentive flight for himself and got it. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker who's been in for like fifteen years, my troop was in for like a year, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, I was like, yo, let's give her something cool, you know. She can tell her family and shit. Yeah. 
This motherfucker put himself in, in for himself in for an incentive flight and got it. Talking about, yo, you guys gonna come see me off? No, we ain't gonna come see you off, you bitch. Mm-mm. Looking like a giant penis. Fucking dickhead. Yeah. Motherfucker. I story about nutsack too. I got a bunch of stories about nutsack. Man. So sometimes like we have like these huge meetings just so our leader can fucking feel important and he'll have everybody in there saying some shit. I'm talking he'll have 40 people in a room sitting down talking, just droning on forever and ever about fucking bullshit that you already know about and a bunch of bullshit that really it could have been an email honestly and out of nowhere he looks, Nutsack looks over at me and goes are you tired? And honestly, I wasn't. Dude, I, I was. I was there. I was there for that. I remember this. Yeah, I wasn't tired, but I was like looking down at my hand because, like, I was just fucking. The only thing I was tired of was fucking hearing him, you know. So I was like, "This is fucking bullshit." That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, "How many more fucking days do I have in the military?" I was trying to like count them up, you know, trying to figure up how many fucking dude, days. How many of these dude. days can I leave for? And he goes, "Are you tired?" And I was like, "No." He goes. Stand up. And I was like, and I looked at him for a second. And I was like, no. And he goes, he just stares at me for a second. And he goes, stand up. And I was like, no, I'm not tired and I'm not standing up. Now, this wasn't the first time he had tried to publicly embarrass me in front of the entire flight. Kyle, 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 Kyle. Let me, yo, I, yo, I remember this exactly. Because yeah. when, when he broke, when he broke his speech, to yeah. like, you know, single you out. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to yell at me because I was throwing M&Ms at Joey. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, he saw me. And yeah. then he started going in on you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. And he was like, stand up. And I was like, nah, not happening. And he was like, you kidding? And I was like, nope. And he goes, everybody get out. Everybody out of here. <laughs> he kicks everybody in the room out of the, out of there. And everybody, like, they don't even know where to go. Like, do we go back to work or do we, like, go hang out in the hallway? So everybody's all over the flight, like, building. But, yeah, so he, and he's like, Sermon Brock, you, you stay right there and you sit there and I'll be back in a minute. And, and he was like, and he told my supervisor to sit there, too. So she was sitting there. We'll just call her Christina. So me and Christina are sitting there and she goes, I, I didn't see you do anything wrong. Like, you weren't sleeping. You weren't even tired. You just, like, looked down for a second and started fucking with you. And, and I'm like, yeah. She goes, you want to you wanna do, like, an IG complaint against this motherfucker or what? And I was like, nah, fuck him. I'm getting out soon anyway. <laughs> she was like, all right. And then uh, she was like, well, he told me to sit here and talk to you, so what do you want to talk about? And I was like, I don't know. And she goes, what's your favorite movie? <laughs> we just started talking about bullshit for yeah. a couple of minutes. And then he comes walking back in and he was like, do you even want to pee in the military? I'm like, Dude, yo, when we were in the hallway waiting for all this, I, me, yeah. and Joe, me and Joey were just sitting there clowning on you. Like, we were like, yo, look at that sleepy bitch. He was sleeping like a motherfucker. Everybody's laughing at you and shit. I don't care because I wasn't sleeping. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck. And uh, yeah, man, he was just an asshole, dude. Like, trying to single me out. But you saw how I stood my ground. I was like, nah, motherfucker. Not today. 
Well, happen. you know what? You know what? That's funny. It's like you know, like he calls you out for sleeping, and then mm-hmm. you got fucking. Then you got Chris Robinson in the back. I would have been like, "Yo, where the fuck is the raccoon in here? I smell some shit." <laughs> yeah. Yo, um, I got a, I got a fucked up story, but before before I tell that story, I'm gonna uh, I want to talk about um the Spruce Candle Company real quick. Yo, um, my package just got here. They sent me some free candles. I don't know how they did it, but when I lit one, uh-huh. it did the the wick. It made this sound like when I when the fire touched the wick, it went veterans with benefits. I don't know how they did it, dude. <laughs> they got some kind of weird fucking science. Yeah, they do. over there. That shit was crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, like if you guys want some fucking cool ass candles, go to sprucecandle.com, Use the discount code VWB. Get fifty percent off. Disclaimer: Not all candles will talk to you. So, I lit, all right. I lit one one time. The whole house smells like Christmas. Oh I yeah. I don't even know how that how that happens. I lit another one one time. The whole house smells like two thousand twenty one. What? It, it's the best, dude. It is. Yo, so um, I got the, I got this story, and like it's kind of fucked up. Um, so we're just gonna call this guy the uh, redheaded fuck. So, uh, this dude, fucking short, fat guy, looked like a piece of shit. Didn't even look like he was, like, in the military. He looked like he, you know, worked at a gas station. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a redheaded fuck. He's just a piece of shit. This dude would fucking seriously, like, we'd have, like, little powwows and shit. And he would, like, seriously, like, drop, like, sexual, like, jokes and shit around, like, female troops. Oh, that's the worst. And, like, it would make us all uncomfortable, dude. Yeah. You know, like... It was fucking, um, it was fucked up to the point where, like, you know, because he was, like, saying this stuff to some of my troops and some of my troops, you know, are females. Like, you know, these girls were, like, you know, right out of their teens, like, in their early 20s. Like, you, yeah. you know, first of all, you don't say that to any female, but saying it to, like, young younger girls like that, like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. You know, that redhead fuck is a piece of shit is all I'm trying right. is what I'm trying to say. Um, so, uh. You know, you go up, you go up to the fucking the first shirt, and you find out the first shirt's like his fucking drinking buddy, so he don't give a shit. No. Right? You go to the fucking flight chief, you know, and you know, yeah, I'll take care of it. Nothing, nothing ever happened to this dude. And like, you know, these guys that get up in the, you know, these high positions, they get into the fucking good old boy system, mm-hmm. and basically, yo, from what you know, if you guys are like you civvies that are listening, dude, it ain't like the real fucking world. The the military is its own little fucking bubble. And yeah. If they want something to happen, they'll make it happen. If they don't want something to happen, they're not gonna make it happen. Cause this redheaded fuck got away with everything, dude. All right, the same fucking prick who gave me an Article 15 for uh, watching movies. Fucking asshole. What a fucking asshole. So I mean, I just want to say, I just want to give a shout out, you know, to my troops. You know, I know you're listening. I love you, and fuck that guy. Right. Um. Yeah, man. You know, but, you know, for these guys we're talking about, dude, you know, there's the there's the fucking good ones, man. The ones that fucking you want to follow in the battle, dude. You know, yeah. like, you know, like my buddy, uh, my buddy Francis, you know, mm-hmm. Tab- Tabasco is a fucking real great guy. Yeah. Mat- Matos is a good dude. Fucking um, I can't even think fucking uh, Tito, dude, Tito. If you're listening, I love you. Mooney, I love you. Um, oh, yeah. But there's just. I've had some great ones that I've worked for too, man. Like uh Sergeant Chambers, Sergeant Derek Chambers, he was great. Uh 
so many, dude. Uh, Sergeant Fulkerson, he was amazing. You know, I had some real good ones over the years. Uh, Sergeant uh, Rich McConaughey, he was he was a good leader. He uh, he was a funny dude as well. Man, um, I know I'm gonna miss out on a, a couple. Somebody's gonna get butt hurt, but man, I've I've had a bunch of good leaders over the years, man. I've just uh, had a bunch of shit ones, when you know, over the years as well. Yeah. And it's just, you know, they can't get out of their own fucking heads. Like they get, you know, um, you know, anybody that works a regular job, you know what I'm talking about. Like if you're working at CVS and you have, a, you know, you have somebody that just put on manager and they get the fucking power trip. Mm-hmm. Multiply that by a thousand. That's the military. Oh. Yep. Like these motherfuckers just get this huge power trip. You, me- you remember that little, you remember that little dude we used to work with? Remember when he put on staff? Oh, Oh, the little guy! <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Now he didn't do it for long because we had to shut that shit down. Yeah. But he he started off like that. Like soon as he walked into work with that fucking sh- that new stripe. Yep. We're like, listen, man, you know we'll kill you, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because he he worked for he worked for me for a little while. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I remember like when he first showed up at the shop uh, to work for me. He was like, well, first off, he was like, I don't even know why I'm working for you because I put the stripe on like before you did. So <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't care, man. You you work for me. <laughs> I was like, so here's the deal. This is what I want you to do. And uh, you're going to fucking chill out with that shit around here, man. Because yeah, everybody I, in I here just... is chill and everybody in here works hard, man. So we're not going to be treating everybody like that. <laughs> I just remember, I remember, you know, like when all you guys put on staff before me that one year, mm-hmm. I just remember thinking like, damn, you know, cause I always talk shit about everybody. You know, I pull pranks on people. I'm like, now these motherfuckers are my boss. I was like, now, you know, like now that got Kurt Blanche to fuck with me. I'm like, God damn. Like, so I made extra appointments all the time and shit. I don't want to fuck with you motherfuckers. No, you yeah, guys, but- I know you guys would come up with schemes and shit to fuck with me. I never, I never fucked with you about, uh, and ranking you and shit. Not like that. Nah, there was one time, dude. I remember. You want me to tell that story? About what? Okay, okay. Here's it. When you Here. threw my fucking clothes in the tower when I had to go to uh court? Nah, nah, nah. This was a different time. Yo, so, okay. It's like 3.30, man. We're all chilling and shit. And uh, <clears throat> we're just sitting around just joking. We're just, no one's sitting around. Out of nowhere, you come out of the office. Now, now. I wasn't like the lead. I was like the highest, you know, ranked airman at the time. There was like four people under me in the Air Force. Yeah, like, <laughs> nobody in the Air Force that <laughs> wasn't a sergeant outranked you. <laughs> your fucking ass comes out of the fucking uh, out of your room and goes, "Yo, Spurbeck, go sweep the floor." I'm like, "What the fuck? I'm not sweeping shit." Like you better. Have I swept the floor all the time, but you yeah. were too good for it. <laughs> no, but you did that shit maliciously. You looked right at me and dead in the fucking soul. And like, yo, you're mopping the floor. You're sweeping the floor. I'm like, nah. You better get Hendricks to do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I meant for you to get it done, not do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the floor needs swept, man. Like oversee that. You know, point somebody out. Like. Hey, go. <laughs> That's all you had to do, <laughs> you know, defiant ass. <laughs> nah. <laughs> you know, I dude, I I I fucking pray to. I wish to God that you know 
Chris would have made staff, dude. God damn it, that would have been funny, man. Just watching oh. him go, th- just watching him go through ALS would have been the price of admission right there. He went through ALS. They sent him. Did he? Yeah, they sent him because they thought, well, he got so many fucking points for, you know, being a senior airman since uh, we had buck sergeants and shit that, you know, he's going to motherfucking make staff this time. Like, just mathematically speaking, all he has to do is sign his name and he should make it. And um, no, he didn't make it. I guess he fucked his name up or something. I don't know. Yo, so uh, for for any of you guys that don't know... um... The Air Force um, uniform, you know, it's it's got a gray tone to it. You know, it's it's digi it's digicam, but it's gray. You know, it's meant to look like you know, an, like an urban environment. Oh, it was. It it changed, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I still see people wearing it. Like, I think you could still wear it. They haven't, still... Yeah, they haven't phased it out completely. Yo, Chris Robinson one time came to work with gray sweatpants on. He forgot mm-hmm. he, he lost his pants. Motherfucker was wearing the B- the ABU top and wearing gray sweatpants like we wouldn't figure that shit out. <laughs> How the fuck? Like, yo, it's the military, bro. You can't just tuck your fucking gray sweatpants in your boots. Like, nobody's going to find out. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wish like, I thought it. <laughs> I wish I would have took a picture of it, dude. Like, you stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> I remember at the 27th, you guys used to have uh, keeping it real. Uh, like each day was like themed. Why don't you tell everybody about that? Each day was themed, and certain days, one day was like keeping it real. What Wednesday or Friday or something like that? Oh my, yeah, it was like yeah, it was like uh, I think it was like uh, keeping it real Tuesdays or some shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, it would just be at random. Like you couldn't just you know keep saying it. It'd just be like uh, it would be like a, like amnesty hour. Mm-hmm. Like I'd be like out of nowhere, like everybody working, like the room's quiet and shit, and I'd just be like, "Yo, Chris, man, you got some big ass teeth," and everyone would just fucking laugh, and that would be it. Or it'd be like, you know, um, fucking, uh, I don't want to name anybody's names, but it's like, uh, you know, like, hey, Charlie, man, why the fuck are your eyes so damn big? <laughs> <laughs> Like we were just allowed to talk shit. Like it was just so it was so fucking a lot of it had you, you know, you had to be there and it was just so random. Like if yeah. anyone, you know, would like, you know, fuck up. Like, you know, if you dropped a pencil, you know, mm-hmm. you you'd just be walking by someone, they drop the pencil, like, look at this dropping pencil motherfucker. Always dropping pencils like a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, Chuckles, why why your whole room got syrup on it? <laughs> like <got> syrup <laughs> on everything. <laughs> Yeah. It was pancakes. <laughs> yo, yo, okay. I'll, let, I'll tell that story. Yo, we helped the guy move one time. He was moving off uh base. We so we went into his apartment to uh you know help move. First of all, yo, when you help somebody move, when when you're asking for help to, to move, maybe you should have your shit packed in boxes. This dude had nothing packed. We were just we were just picking up loose shit. Mm-hmm. So we get into the we get into this motherfucker's kitchen. And his kitchen sink is full of plates. And everyone, like, it was at least two dozen plates. Every of those plates were covered in pancake syrup. Mm-hmm. But, like, this motherfucker's only diet was pancakes. Remember all those boxes of fucking um, Girls Gone Wild DVDs we found? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> that motherfucker had the fucking Criterion collection. Bro. Oh, man. The right shit. Was- he had the 18 box set shit. 
yeah. all the deleted scenes. He had it all. <laughs> he had all the extra features and shit. Yeah, yeah. He had uh the ones that didn't even like release to the masses, like Crackheads Going Wild, Bums Go Wild, <laughs> <laughs> Homeless Chicks Showing Titties. Like, yeah, all of them. <laughs> oh man. So didn't I can't he, man. didn't he uh brag to us about taking his cousin to his prom or some shit like that one time? I don't remember who was who was that? I don't remember who that was. That was somebody. Yeah. Like yeah. He was like, well, I wasn't just going to go to a prom by myself. <laughs> so you took your cousin? Yeah. Everybody know? Nah. <laughs> he was slow dancing with your cousin? Yeah. Yeah. And this wasn't a motherfucker from Mississippi neither. So, like, hold your jokes. Like, this wasn't a guy who sounded like me. Okay? That was the funny part. Yeah. Yo, so, um, yo, before we get out of here, I want I want to talk to the guys, to the, to, young, to the younger troops that are in the military right now at all the branches. Now, when you're thinking about getting out and, you know, I'm not saying this always comes from a bad point of view, but these, the leadership, your leadership needs to learn how to word this more, you know, correctly. Cause I remember when I was getting, when I wanted to get out my first uh, enlistment, you know, these motherfuckers, you know, brainwash you and say, Oh, what are you going to do when you get out? You know, we're going to work at McDonald's, you know, like that kind of leadership is bullshit, man. Like you should be encouraging people to want to change their lives. You know, and I know I've heard I've heard like first count accounts like, you know, like people like, oh, I was going to get out. But my, you know, my leadership said that, you know, I would be a bum if I got out. And that's a lot of, you know, that's that's a lot of problem that veterans have. Like they don't have any confidence when they do get out, you know, and they wind up doing stupid shit or, you know, like to ruin their lives. So like, yo, if you're a fucking if you're in that position, you know, when you got a troop that wants to get out. Encourage that motherfucker, man. Don't be a bitch. Don't yeah. you agree? Don't you agree with that? Yeah, I do, man. Motherfucking sometimes with that mind control bullshit, that shit is toxic in itself. Like, there's good leaders out there that sometimes they they don't know how to tell somebody that they want them to just stay in because they think that they're great for the military. Then instead, they say dumb shit like, "Oh, you're gonna work at McDonald's. You better start getting ready to say shit like you fuck more prize with that." You know, like, when you say that to somebody, man, you just completely demotivate them. Like, as a leader, you're supposed to be trying to fucking inspire the troops to do better and inspire people to work harder and inspire them to want to uh, stay in the military if if that's what, you know, they want to do. Or inspire them to do great things when they do get out. Because there's plenty of veterans who have gotten out and done amazing fucking things. Okay? Uh, plenty of famous veterans out there. And you don't even have to be famous. But in the military, you got so many people that they're brainwashed too. They're completely institutionalized. And they fucking... It ends up being like a prison, man. It ends up being like a mental prison. And all the guards are the inmates, bro. They're fucking sitting there telling you you're not going to be shit without the military. You know what? If you're in a relationship with somebody, like a romantic relationship with somebody, and they tell you all the time you're not going to be shit without me, that's fucking toxic. That's a toxic relationship. You know? We know that. But when you're at work and you hear it, you don't realize that they're being toxic. You're just sitting there thinking, fuck, what do I have other than wearing this uniform? Who am I other than wearing this uniform? You're a good fucking person. You were the same person that stood up, rose your right hand, swore that blood oath to fucking give your life if necessary to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. 
that's a good person right there. You know, at, at your root, you're a good dude or a good chick for doing that. And dude, when you yo, feel like a piece of shit because you all of a sudden, you know, you fucking want to go do bigger and better things in your life then or just something else. Maybe you want to go work at the, the family uh, business or you want to fucking go do something else. It doesn't matter. Okay. When you say America, you sound so fucking Southern, dude. <laughs> America, America, United States of America. <laughs> oh, man, you fucking hillbilly. There's no hills in the Delta where I'm from. They're all man-made if they are there. So, fuck you. <laughs> you toxic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You toxic bitch. <laughs> yo, so hey, yo, any of you guys, any of you troops out there listening to this, yo, fucking text text this episode to your boss. Yeah. And 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 uh title it you tech you toxic bitch. <laughs> yeah. And then get ready to get fucking discharged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get ready for your uh article fifteen for uh watching. Yeah. Hey, so uh before we get out of here today, um I wanna plug uh Another vet-owned business. He he's actually a friend of mine. Um, it's his business is called Memory Lights. Um, this and this dude, uh, you might have seen him on the famous YouTube show Crime Justice. He was the star. Um, this 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 company is actually pretty tight, dude. He um he creates night lights, you know, and it's it's actually you could put anything. He told me you could put anything on it. You know, we're having them. Uh, send us some, send us some stuff so we can try it out. Like you could put your kids' faces on it, you could put fucking Baby Yoda, Iron Man. You mm-hmm. could put fucking dude. You could put a picture of your dead loved ones on there. You know, shine that shit on your walls. I mean, that'll be weird. Maybe scare some people. You <laughs> see, you see Grandma in the middle of the night just chilling on the wall. But hey, he can do it. You can put fucking Big Bird. Who gives a fuck? You yeah. know, like I, I, I'm actually pretty excited to see you know what he sends us because um. From the pictures he sent me, it looks pretty tight, dude. Um, you can f- look him up. It's called Memory Lights on Facebook. Um, that's how he sells his shit. But um, yeah, man, check him out. It's a really cool business, and we're always glad to share uh, veteran-owned businesses, man. We got we got to support our people. Yeah. So you know, go find Memory Lights on Facebook. Um, and like uh, you know, as always. You know, find us on Facebook, find us on Instagram. We got a Twitter account. You know, every week we ask everybody, you want to send in questions, you want to uh, t- send in some funny stories or pictures, mm-hmm. email, email us at veteranswithbenefits at yahoo.com. Use the hashtag. Yep, use all the hashtags. Hashtag VWB, hashtag Freedom Beard, mm-hmm. hashtag Basic Bitch Vet, hashtag Ho Host. Hashtag ho-hos. I love the hashtag ho-hos. We should just start hashtagging Chris Robinson. <laughs> we should. Yeah. Hashtag gray sweatpants. Yeah. So, um, you got you got anything you want to plug, bud? Uh, nah, man. Um, definitely uh, check out Amber Yates on our Facebook group if you want any kind of decals. She can hook you up. Man, uh, so many people have stopped me and asked me about Veterans with Benefits podcast because of decal on the back of my car. So, if you want to uh, get one, I'm, yo, I'm, yo, I'm gonna get one. Yeah, you should get one. Uh, everybody should get 
something. You know, if you have like a little um, business that you're trying to do, get a decal uh, and put it on your car and you can write it off like your the taxes on your car. You can write that off. So she's got you on the decal, any size, you know, and she'll even consult with you and be like, hey, I think this size would be a little better or maybe like, let's check out this font and she'll hook you up. Yeah, man. Yo, especially, you know, part of that Facebook group we have, it's full, you know, a ton of people that I know have like small businesses and shit. You know, you guys should talk to each other, man. Like you don't even need us. Like you got an in, like if you're in that group with us, Mm -hmm. everybody's part of that community. So we're all, we're all bros. So, you know. Make some fucking side hustles, man. Make some side conversations with people and shit. Yeah. yeah. Especially, you know, especially if, you know, you're listening right now and you have like a son or daughter that are, uh, that want to join the military, mm-hmm. you know, hit somebody up, hit, hit us up or, you know, sh- let them listen to the podcast. You know, we, you know, we've created this podcast to shoot that, shoot this military life shit for real. Yeah. Like not, we're not sugarcoating shit. What we tell you, I know it seems outlandish and like, it seems, you know, it's funny because like, you know, they're fucked up stories. But I'm telling you, they're 100 percent true. Like oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not making this shit up. I met Shawn Michaels on an airplane, motherfucker. Yeah. I did not make that up. I met Drew Carey in, uh, in Qatar, part of the USO. Yeah, he was a pervert. Yeah, I mean, yeah, man, I seen Kyle's wiener. Yeah, what? Yeah, a bunch of people that we worked with did because they ended up having to be uh, packer checkers over at the uh, <laughs> houses. <clears throat> Dudes that work with me in my shop, you know, like, yo, Blair, get over here. You're supposed to be a little closer, ain't you? <laughs> like, come on, man, just pee. <laughs> I need you to help me wiggle this motherfucker. <laughs> yo, it's cold in here, Blair. Better not be going back to the shop talking shit. <laughs> Old Brian looking ass. Yeah. All right, man, so uh, let's get out of here. Um, we'll see you guys next week. New episodes every Sunday. Uh, rest in peace, Joey Belford. Rest in peace, Joey. All right, bud. I'll talk to you later, man. All right. Bye, buddy.